this time of year can be a little bit difficult to get excited about sailing and to get your sailing mojo going. So I've put together a list of about 20 different things that I like to do when I'm starting to feel a little blue, stuck in the winter and thinking about being on my boat. So hope you enjoy. Hey there, and welcome to your pocket sailing instructor. I'm Penny Caldwell, and I have been a sailing coach for over 25 years now. I'm here to help you reach your sailing goals, whether you're looking for gear reviews, safety tips, or just some fun sailing stories. This podcast will have it all. Your Pocket Sailing Instructor is an educational and fun podcast about all things sailing. I plan on releasing weekly episodes every Thursday to help you end off your week on a high note. So grab your coffee and join me for your weekly dose of all things sailing. Happy Thursday. Glad to have you joining me this week. Thanks again for tuning in to your pocket sailing instructor. I'm Penny. I'm excited to have you here. Uh, This week, I am jumping into talking a little bit about beating the winter blues. So this time of year, kind of end of January, starting of February, there's really not much to look forward to. Um, I mean, other than Valentine's Day, I guess, if you're like super into Valentine's Day. But um, yeah, it's kind of a blah time of year. We just finished with Christmas. We're all getting those credit card bills and wondering what the heck we bought. And uh, so yeah, this time of year, I tend to start thinking about sailing. I start wishing that I was out on the water more, uh, that the weather was a bit warmer. I'm still enjoying skiing and doing my outdoor activities, snowshoeing and stuff like that. But I am starting to get a little bit of an itch for spring and for some warmer weather. So uh, what I did today is I've just kind of put together a list of uh, a bunch of different things that I like to do when I'm starting to feel a little blue and I'm needing a little bit of motivation to get me back in the sailing spirit. And uh, so I thought I'd go ahead and share those with you today. So as usual, please do share, like, forward, email me, let me know what you want to learn about and hear about on the podcast. And uh, yeah, enjoy. So this list that I've put together here is in no particular order. I'm not even quite sure how many things are on it, but uh, I just kept going and going and going. So I'm going to jump right into it. Not going to talk too much about each thing, but uh, yeah. So one of the first things that I like to do, or one of the things that I do if I am feel like I am missing being out on the boat is I will pick up a good book. I have all kinds of different sailing books here. I've tried to think about how I could almost do like a sailing book library or something because I have literally so many books. I probably have like hundreds of sailing related books and it'd be great if I could share those with other people, but not quite sure how that would work out. If you have ideas, let me know. But um, episode number nine, I talk about my top I think eight sailing books that I enjoy reading. Um, so some of those, you know, Fastnet, Force 10, fascinating book, uh, The Curve of Time. So there's tons and tons of different sailing books that you can jump into just to give you a little bit of uh, an edge and make you feel like you're maybe out on the boat. So something that you can do there to be looking forward to getting out on the water. Another thing that I will do sometimes, I'm not feeling like I am overly engaged in sailing, I'll learn a new knot. So uh, one of the websites that I use a lot is called Animated Knots. It used to be called Knots by Grog, but they call it Animated Knots now. Um, and yeah, learning a new knot is a great way to just 
again, do something fun. can be done at night. Got a fire going, glass of wine, got a couple knots that you can pull up and, and play around with. So again, adding to your seamanship toolbox. If you have the Ashley book of knots, there is no shortage of knots to learn there. Um, some of my favorite knots uh, include the rolling hitch, highwayman's hitch, um, alpine butterfly loop. What else? I use the bowlin a lot. Uh, figure eight knot or even the Ashley stopper knot. Um, so there are tons and tons of different knots that you can learn. Episode 23 of the podcast, I talk about the top 10 sailing knots that I think that you should learn. So definitely doing some knots can be a fun way to pass the, the time during the winter. Um, then you can get into some of your gear fixes. So um, if you have your sails off of the boat, and depending on how much room you have in your house and how much open space, you could take a look at uh, doing a bit of a sale inventory to see uh, how your sales are doing. So I will bring my sales in. I actually, I keep my good sales inside because unfortunately we get uh, mice and rats in the, the garage. So um, I keep all my good sales inside the house uh, and I pull them out, I open them up and I start to do just a kind of a, a check of my sales. Now, both of my sales, my foresail and my mainsail are new within the last two seasons. So really I should not be having any kind of issues with those. But if you are checking your sails, you're having a look for any mold, you're having a look for any holes, could be little pinholes that start to happen in the fabric. You're taking a look at your seams, your batten pockets, where your sail slugs are attached or your bolt rope on the left of the sail. So you're checking any areas that are like really high tension and high wear areas for your sail just to see what kind of shape they're in. If you need to do any kind of repairs, uh, Potentially you just have some sail tape and you can just tape up the little hole if, if that's what you have. Or if you need to be a little bit more involved, you might need to get some thread or even a, uh, a sewing machine that is capable of sewing through canvas and, and thicker threads uh, or thicker materials, I should say. Um, and this is a good time of year to do that. It's a good time of year to pull up some YouTube um, channels to have a look at that and to see uh, how you could repair different types of of uh, issues with your sales. So going through your sales, having a look at them is a good thing to do this time of year. Another thing that you can do, uh, depending on if you have access to your boat and where your boat is, is you can take some measurements for new sales. So there's a lot of measurements that are available on boatdata.com. And you should be able to look up your type of boat and it will give you kind of the standard measurements for your boat. But if you are planning on ordering new sails, you would need to take specific measurements to make sure that, you know, you have all of the right lengths for your luff, your foot and all that kind of stuff. There's a, a few different things that go into it. Um, but yeah, maybe you're looking at ordering some new sales in the next year or two. So you can start sending out some requests for quotes, get an idea of what might be involved as far as uh, measurements that you're going to have to take. And again, that's a fun thing that you can do in the winter to get yourself organized. Kind of along the same lines as that would be uh, having a look at your canvas that you have on the boat. So do you have a Dodger? Do you have a Bimini? Uh, your mainsail cover? Do you need to do any kind of fixes there for those? So I have these little twist clips on my uh, Dodger. They often, unfortunately, get kicked or stepped on and they break off. They're just plastic. So they do get uh, brittle over the years. So that is kind of an ongoing 
thing that I replace on my boat. Uh, so Spindrift gets an upgrade of those every, pretty much every season I have to replace a couple of them. So that's kind of an ongoing thing. But yeah, having a look at your canvas and seeing if you do want to get a new Dodger made, making sure that the um, plexi, or not plexiglass, but the, um, I can't think of the word right now, but your window there, uh, that that is also in good shape. It tends to get brittle and crack over the years. So making sure that that's in good shape too. Again, it's a really good winter project, gets you into the boat. And, and again, all of these things will depend on if you actually have access to your boat, whether it's in the water or on the hard, and whether or not you can get into your boat. So some of these are, you'd have to get into your boat. Some of them you don't. So the next item that I have here to kind of keep the sailing love alive over the winter is uh, going through your charts and maybe having a look at some new sailing destinations. So it's always a good thing. I've talked about in episode 14, uh, day sailing goals, and also episode 28 of how to be a prepared skipper. I talk a little bit about some of the things that I do when I'm going into an anchorage or if I'm researching a new anchorage. Uh, so when I was getting ready for Croatia, for instance, ordered new charts, had a look at some of the anchorages we were thinking of going to, and then I take it one step further and I use my wet notes and I draw out the anchorage. And that's something that a mentor of mine has brought up that I really enjoy doing. So it's a little bit of arts and crafts. But the other thing is that it really forces me to focus uh, and have a really good look at the chart. And so there's no better way to get used to the contour lines than to have to draw it out. So that's kind of a fun little project. You know, you could put together a little binder, or like I said, I have um, a little book wet notes that I keep with me and I will draw in. So at the top of the, the sheet, I will write out which chart number um, I'll write the Latin long roughly for the anchorage and then I'll draw it out and also make any notes of anything uh, in the area to keep an eye on. So the the off season and in the winter, this is kind of a fun time to, to think about those things, to kind of daydream about some of your sailing goals for the upcoming season. Another thing that you could look at doing during the winter is take a course. Uh, in episode four, I talk a lot about that, about training that you can do during the off season. There are a lot of different online courses available um, and also having a look at upgrading your credentials. So whether that is your first aid training, uh, maybe you need to upgrade that. I've talked about myself personally this year, I'm doing celestial navigation. That's something that I took many, many, many years ago. And so I'm redoing it. My brain is still exploding. <laughs> it's, uh, it's going well, but yeah, the, the number of, um, different, uh, tables that I have to consult are really, uh, really interesting. So I'm, I'm a very methodical person. So I'm writing out the steps over and over and over again, what to check. So but anyways, I'm having a lot of fun learning something new. Um, and it is, you know, keeping me in that sailing realm even throughout the winter. So upgrading your credentials or taking a new course, whether or not it's directly related to sailing or not, can be really fun. Uh, another thing that I like to do if I want to get hands-on with boat stuff is I like to reorganize my spare parts and my tools. Uh, my first aid kit. So I start doing inventories of things. So I'll go out to the boat, bring all my stuff home and just kind of reorganize, clean up, 
get things all together and into one place. I use different um, organizers, almost like fishing tackle organizers have all kinds of compartments. And then I've got my split rings um, and cotter pins and shackles all divided up into different uh, sizes. So it's really handy when you're out on the boat to be able to grab something like that and have them all organized neatly. All right, so while you are reorganizing everything, all of your spare parts and tools and all that fun stuff, uh, you can watch some YouTube channels. So YouTube channels are a great way to kind of get your motivation going and start thinking about some future sailing plans. Uh, some of the YouTube channels that I like to watch, uh, Sailing Project Atticus, uh, Eric Andera, uh, Sailing Uma. So there are tons and tons of different uh, YouTube channels. I think I've mentioned this before. I don't go down the YouTube uh, rabbit hole very often uh, because I tend to find that I start watching too many of them <laughs> or I start watching them and I start thinking, oh, I wish I was there. My life sucks. So just kind of keep an eye on what you're watching and making sure that it is helping and not hindering. But uh, definitely watching some YouTube channels is always fun. Uh, I like to go through my personal sailing gear. So I will pull out my sailing specific gear. And I've uh, talked about in a few different episodes, episode 10, episode 11, I talk a lot about um, foul weather gear, base layers and sailing specific gear. So when you're starting out, no need to get fancy and get all kinds of fancy gear. However, um, over the years, it's kind of nice to replace things with um, items that are going to last you a little bit longer and that are a little more specific to sailing. So during the winter, it's a good time to pull that stuff out, have a look at it, make sure it's not wearing out on you and see if you need to replace anything. Uh, like I mentioned in one of the last episodes, it is boat, uh, boat show season. So good time to get uh, different boat show deals. So good time to replace some of your gear as well. So going through your gear and checking all of that, uh, now's a good time to do that as well. Another fun thing that you can do in the winter to uh, keep thinking about sailing and all that fun is uh, start creating your birthday list. I don't know when your birthday is, doesn't really matter, but it's good to have uh, an ongoing list or what are some of the kind of bucket list things that you would like to get? What types of items would you really love to have, but you would never potentially buy for yourself? So I've done a few episodes on different gifts and different um, pieces of gear that are great to have for new sailors or ongoing sailors. Episode one and episode 35 specifically talk about uh, gifts to give other sailors or things that you might think of asking for yourself. So uh, putting together a, a wish list uh, is a great thing to do to keep going as well, especially when, you know, as we get older, I find it's harder and harder. There's not much that, you know, we need. And it's always, it gets harder every year to shop for other people, shopping for my husband or my grandfather. Uh, you know, we start to basically we don't, we have everything already, right? You don't need as many things, but there might be a few things that you would really like to get. So having those written down is really helpful. Um, one of the things that I'm thinking of doing with uh, the girls in the next couple weekends is doing a boat sleepover. So may or may not be something that you can do in your area, depending on if you can access your boat. But if you're up for it and it's not too cold, you grab your sleeping bags, grab a little heater. Um, I have my little buddy heater that I talked about in one of my episodes. Uh, you know, get some soup, hot chocolate, all that fun stuff, and just 
get up into the boat and have a little camp out inside the boat. That's another way to keep thinking about sailing and uh, something to do throughout the winter when you're starting to get a little blue. Um, In episode three and episode 28, I talked uh, quite a bit about creating diagrams for your boat. So this is something that I uh, enjoy geeking out on. And actually, I get my students to do it during their courses because I think it's a great exercise. But creating a diagram and listing where all of your safety gear is. So the off season or during the winter when you don't have much else to do or you're looking for something to do to kind of get you ready for the next season, creating some boat diagrams is a great thing to do uh, in the off season. So that could be a good time to do that. The other thing that is uh, really helpful and a good time of year to do uh, as well is updating your boat binder. So I have a binder where I have my owner's manuals for my engine, um, my electronics, I have plumbing diagrams, I have wiring diagrams, I have lists uh, for checklists for my spring season cleaning and for my fall and winter maintenance. Uh, So it's a good time of year to kind of compile all that information, update it if you need to, create some new lists that you're thinking about. Um, So just different ways to get the boat organized and cleaned up. And on the organize uh, front, uh, one of the fun things that you could do is have a look through either Google or Pinterest or Facebook. There's all kinds of different uh, sailing groups out there where you can find information specifically on like reorganizing your boat and how to make the best use of all of the different nooks and crannies in the boat. So a lot of boats like campers, they just have a lot of space, but they are they do tend to be kind of awkward laid out space uh, where, I mean, everything is rounded, right? There's kind of really no flat surfaces for you to be installing proper shelving and stuff like that. But you might be able to find some boat hacks and some items that you can repurpose in the boat specifically for helping to keep things organized um, and just increasing your storage on the boat. So that's kind of a fun project to do some online research there if you're you're into, uh, into geeking out on organizing things. Um, another thing that you could do to get yourself organized for the next year would be to put together like a boat meal plan or a, uh, a boat cookbook. So basically download or print off or write out some of your favorite recipes, some of the things that you have found easy to make on the boat, uh, some of the things that you like packing with you when you're heading out sailing. So those pocket snacks, I always talk about having pocket snacks when you're doing a larger trip or heading out maybe uh, in rougher weather or potentially when it's really hot out just kind of making sure that you have snacks available and easily accessible food. So uh, during my trip to Croatia, I talked specifically about uh, provisioning and creating food plans and stuff for the boat. So that is episode 31, I believe. Another winter project that you could work on, and this is something I've been meaning to do for a long time, is actually create proper boat sheets. 
and I'm not talking about uh, ropes and sheets for the sails for the jib or mainsail. I am actually talking about bedding. So um, all of the cushions on the boat, as you guys know, the V-berth and all that kind of stuff, they're all weird shapes, right? Uh, So if you are a little more crafty and you have some sewing skills, one of the things that you could do is look into creating proper fitted sheets for the different cushions that you have on the boat. So that way, when you are sleeping on the boat, if you are using, you know, sheets and and stuff uh, instead of just sleeping bags or whatever, it would just be a lot more comfortable to have a proper fitted sheet that fits your V-berth properly. So that's one of the one of the um, kind of crafty or sewing things that I've been thinking of doing specifically for our boat is just getting myself some good um, cheap sheets that I can cut up and repurpose, put in some new elastics and make them a little bit more fitted for the different bunks that we have on the boat. So that's a good little winter project. Um, And then one of the last things I have here, which I kind of talked about at the beginning too, but is um, learn a new skill. So maybe there's a part of boating in particular that you're interested in learning more about. So one thing that I like to watch videos on, uh, specifically on YouTube, is fiberglassing. Um, I'm always looking at, because of the age of my boat, I'm always um, looking at different things that I need to fix, whether I have cracks that I need to fix or holes that I need to fill, um, rebedding some of my um, gear and stuff like that. So some of the hardware that needs to be replaced. So yeah, looking into fiberglassing, uh, I like to watch Andy on Boatworks today. So that's a YouTube channel that you can look up as well. Andy's hilarious. and uh, But a lot of just really good information on how to do proper fiberglassing. So because uh, at the end of the day, the whole point is to try and keep the water out of the boat. So if you can uh, replace things and reorganize things and fix things properly, then you are basically well on your way to making sure you have many, many more years with your boat. So there you have a whole pile of different ideas of things that you can do throughout the winter or really at any point where you feel like you're missing sailing, you're missing being out on the boat, uh, you're looking to do something that's maybe productive and something to kind of get the creativity going again and to kind of get you excited about the upcoming season. Um, So yeah, just a bunch of different things that I will uh, tune into and try to do when I'm just not feeling it or I'm not able to get out on my boat. So hopefully you enjoyed that. I look forward to chatting with you guys again next week, and I hope you have a wonderful week.